Hey there, Jets fans. Welcome to the first ever Jet-centric post-game audio recap. Open to anyone. All you got to do is download the Anchor app at anchor.fm. Open yourself a little account. And then after each game, when we send out an invitation publicly and privately to some people that we know are going to be joining, uh, you just click on that and the Anchor app will pop you into the conversation. We can have a conversation with up to 10 people, a call-in show that will be somewhat moderated. And we'll all talk about the game after the game happened. So here is our first attempt to do that. It is with myself, AJ, and Daniel, we watch the game together, and Ryan Faith all of Jets Center or Jet-centric people, but it was posted publicly for people to join, but nobody joined. So hopefully that gains a bit of traction and we'll get some more of you on and you can come uh, come join us and talk about it after pretty much every game. So anyhow, this is the game one recap. The Jets beat St. Louis 5-1 and here we are jabbering on about it for about 10 minutes. So hopefully you enjoy it and hopefully this grows and becomes a fun thing that everyone can participate in. Download the app and watch for the invitation after Jets games. Okay? Thanks. Enjoy. All right, yep. Jets fans, welcome to the first ever post-game recap uh, audio. Uh, I'm, I'm failing for words here, guys. What, help me out here. Post-game audio recap. Is that enough? That's enough words? That's enough words. That works. Okay, I'm here with Daniel and with Ryan. Uh, two voices that you're probably familiar with if you've listened to the podcast. They've both been on it before. Daniel, a little bit more than Ryan, but Ryan's working on being on a little bit more too. Welcome, gentlemen. This should be fun. Thank you. Good day. Yep. Good day. So, Daniel, you and I, we actually watched the game together, but we were chatting and hanging out, and so I don't know how much of the game uh, you paid attention to. I know I saw a little bit myself. Ryan, he said he watched the whole thing from start to finish, so we might have to lean heavily on your um, your eyes and then we'll see if uh, the analytics line up with your eye test there, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how I can do. Okay, so this is a little thing I used to do with my kids uh, when they were going to bed. I'd ask them about their day. And so I'd say, what was your high? What was your low? What was something that you wish for? And what was something, I don't remember, what that, I think it was something you hated or something like that. But yeah, we're just going to do the first three. So what was your high? For the game, what was your low for the game? Like, what's something that you thought was really bad? And then what's something you wish, you know, could maybe be different? So we'll kind of just do that as, like, a little framework for the first time. You know, we'll, this is a work in progress. So uh, we'll start with you, Daniel. Dan, what was one of the highs of the game today? What what was sort of the, the thing that you said, that was good, that was peak Jets, that's what we need more of? Well, obviously, Patrick Liney goal. It was a wrist or not a slap shot one-timer, but... That goal, obviously, is something that we've grown to expect from the Jets, that power play goal. So that's something that is a high, and that's something that we all enjoy, right? As well, that second goal was pretty nice, too, and that kind of put the game away at that point. Now, we did score five goals, so I'm going to need a little refresh on uh, which goals were in which order. Line A had the first goal, right? Yeah. And then the second goal you just mentioned, who, which one was the second goal again? That was that was the, the Adam Lowry the Lowry shorthanded yeah. yeah it's a Lowry hey, that was a full speed ahead eh? Lowry skating away from <laughs> from guys like that I didn't think you'd ever see it like that I don't really think of him as being that fast but yes that it was a nice one and Daniel I think I mentioned to you they kind of reminded me a little bit of Liney's uh shoot up move uh, just a little kind of just a subtle move and then through the legs it wasn't exact but it was it kind of was reminiscent of that for me I don't know maybe I'm crazy but 
it was kind of like a how do you do kind of thing yeah yeah it was, it was uh, <laughs> nice but uh okay so ryan we'll switch to you so what was a high for you of the game what did, what did you think jets did well what do we need to see more of I don't know if there was much of a high in the first two periods. I think the high came after uh, a flurry in that third period where Hellebuck made an amazing save. Tanav blocked a shot, and then all of a sudden the Jets score three in under two minutes. Yeah, it was a nice run there for sure. And who had the third goal? You said three. Uh, there was a... Lowry scored shorthanded, then Wheeler, or Wheeler scored on that nice pass from Connor. That's right, that just was, as he's getting yeah. out of the box. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, I have a terrible memory. Sometimes it works, but uh, yeah, that's right. That was nice. Okay, so you, you say you say that, Ryan? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Keep going. No, all good. Um, yeah, there was some concerning things. I know it was a 5-1 win. Whoa, whoa, we haven't moved on to the lows yet, Ryan. You're skipping way ahead. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll smile again and say that they just – they seemed to dominate the play at times and it seemed like they were completely in control like they were at times last year where even when the other team had their best players out there running around they couldn't stop what Winnipeg was doing in the offensive zone now moving on to you what was some of the low stuff what was the the things that you just were not really impressed with what could the Jets have done better well for the parts that I did catch and the parts that I did catch, the Jets were in the, their defensive zone a lot, and I noticed, scrambly. and I noticed Morrow and Myers were there one time. They were both on the same side of the net where one of them shouldn't have been, which in that case I think was Myers that I pointed out. So that was always something that we knew was going to happen, and I'm pretty sure Myers and Morrow's Corsi and scoring chances were ridiculously brutal tonight, if I'm not mistaken from what I saw. So that's definitely a bad or even something I would hate as we we said we weren't going to go into that but right so, so Daniel was was Myers I'm trying to remember the the play I remember you pointing it out but I, I'm trying to remember was Myers was he creeping back over to his more natural left side well he was playing the oh no he you know what it was actually Moro that would be on the offside on that one Moro was on the right side with Myers and he should have been on the other side and it was just a big mess up that's yeah that's what happened I couldn't remember that's coming back to me now as I think of it, but yeah. You know what? You just, you ruined my joke, Daniel. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> All right. Well, that's why we're I didn't pick up you. on it in time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just like, well, just matter of fact, here we go. This is where he was. <laughs> okay. What about you, Ryan? What did you see? What was uh, some, some low points for the Jets? I think it's the complete opposite from what I said about uh, the high points. I said, <laughs> I said for high points. Jets had St. Louis pinned in their own zone with their best players on the ice. And yeah. the low point was the complete opposite. We were completely hemmed in at times and looking completely lost. Um, yeah, Morrow and Myers were brutal. I know their course through two periods was absolutely terrible. It was in the dumps. So I don't know. St. Louis had a lot of chances that hit posts. I think they hit yeah. three or four posts tonight, and if those go in, this game is a whole another ball game. Yeah, see, it definitely felt like we were scrambling for quite a bit there, and just sort of, uh, you know, facing uh, some goals against at any second, and then all of a sudden the Jets, like you mentioned earlier, go down and they score. 
you know, three goals in a short amount of time. And then that was, that was the game after that really. Right. So, but uh, yeah, felt like, the reason, Hellebuck was yeah. the reason they won this game with 41 saves. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. He seemed like he was on his butt a lot, like kind of crawling around in the net too. I don't, it, it just a lot of scrambles in front where um, they, they were able to get the puck kind of right in front of the net and, end up being real scrambly plays and yeah, he kept it out. Right. So obviously he gets credit for, for that, but just the, the breakdown there where they were able to just kind of keep coming at us, not a waves, but just sort of mucking around right in front there for, for so long. It's just, I was just waiting for any second for, for there to be a goal, but uh, fortunately uh, the Jets came away with the win. So that's good news. Right. Um, so Daniel, back to you now we're talking about a wish. So what's something that you w- wish maybe would have happened? Like uh, maybe with the lineups, uh, something you would have liked to see um, with uh, people with uh, ice time. I'm, I know that you're a bit familiar with some of the ice times that were out there. What what would have been a bit better? I mean, the team won, so we can't say too much about that. But, you know, there's always room for improvement, right, or, or things we want to see and kind of, you know, we got to get ready for the playoffs here. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're only 81 games away from the playoffs now, so let's start tinkering that up. Uh, it, right? Is it when when is American Thanksgiving? Right, we need to get this sorted out by American Thanksgiving more than yeah, anything. our place is set by American Thanksgiving, so we might as well get get there, right? So <laughs> yeah, um, what, what, do you, what would you like to see? So I'd probably say, obviously, I'm I'm a very free Niku advocate, so that's something that's blatantly obvious and fire. Sherat and Moro into the sun or something and play Kulikov but that's pretty obvious I'll go with something maybe a little more people might not have noticed something like this but obviously we like to see more of the Ehlers, Roslovic and Veselainen line as a whole and especially in the offensive zone like I said I didn't see too much of the game and their overall shifts I know Veselainen and Roslovic did get assists on the Brandon Tanev goal that was video reviewed that was the fifth goal I called that one Remember? Yeah, you did. You did. And you didn't even believe me that it went in, that they were reviewing it. But uh, <laughs> I didn't warn. I just said that was a goal. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, you see them out there. You want them, obviously, to succeed in the offensive zone. They're basically going to be an offensive driven line. Yeah. And I think Ehlers led that line with 10 and a half minutes of ice time. And Fesseline and Roslovic obviously had sub under 10 minutes of ice time. So you just want to see them play a little bit more. I do realize it was a one nothing game with 12 minutes left in the third period, I think, by the time the Jets made it 2 nothing, So, right. as I said, you know, you kind of got to play matchups, especially on the road. But obviously, you just want to see them score, do well, that kind of thing, right? For sure. Okay, Ryan, and let's uh, somewhat end with you. I, I'll, I'll add two cents at the very end. Well, Daniel kind of stole my thunder. I had this whole thing scripted out in my head about what I wished for, and it was the same thing seeing more of Veselainen, Roslovic, and Ehlers. Um, I know in the second period, I noticed it the most that they were completely absent. I looked back at the shift report, and they had a shift around the two-minute mark and the eight-minute mark. So they never, they didn't play for the last 11 minutes of that second period in a tight game where we were looking for offense. Right. Uh, the Tanev goal is actually interesting. He was stuck out on the ice, we were in the midst of a change. So Veselainen and Roslovic were actually out there with Tanev. So Ehlers may have had his thunder stolen there a bit. Right. Well, and even not only does he probably get his thunder stolen by Tanev being a faster skater. Right now he takes <laughs> his goal from him too. <laughs> okay, well, uh, 
I don't have too much well to say about the positive and negative. I agree with what you guys said about all that. Obviously, the win is nice, so go Jets, go. But um, the one thing I was going to say with the wish. Now, I don't know. Again, Daniel, uh, we were we we're out, Roddy and uh, Chris were there, whatever. We we're hanging around, having having a bite to eat, and uh, so we were talking and not really paying too much uh, as much attention as we normally would to the game. But it felt like I, I think it was in the second period. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a bit of cough there. Uh, I don't know. It just felt like the Jets kept taking penalty after penalty. Every time I looked up, I felt like we were uh, on the penalty kill. Now, it might have just been three in one period or something, uh, which I guess is quite a bit still. Um, so, I, again, I didn't look at it. I'm not quoting any numbers. But for me, I wish it didn't feel <laughs> like we took so many penalties. So I'm not going to say it's uh, super factual because I'm sure – uh, somebody will come at me and tell me how how wrong I am about this. But for a while there, it seemed like it was just one after the other, and uh, it was a little bit difficult to watch. It was like, come on, guys, let's uh, let's do this. So obviously, discipline uh, is obviously is something that's always going to be a concern for you know the any team. And uh, Maurice spoke about it before the game, talking about uh, in this division, um, they actually take the most penalty minutes in in division and he said it's because of the style of play i didn't think the style of play played as much into that today it was just a bit sloppy stuff um well before anyone can sorry any before anyone can correct you on the old twitter.com okay do it halfway through the second period the jets still hadn't taken a penalty and i was thinking well this is different for a team who usually seems like they're shorthanded with uh if he penalty kill but then instantly Truba takes a tripping penalty and then Tyler Myers throws one over the glass late in that period yeah and then what wasn't uh didn't uh Connor take one as well or am I mistaken he took an ozone tripping yeah he tripped Petrangelo in the third I think it was about five minutes in okay so of course Wheeler lost his mind a bit right (laughs) all right you know, I think this is long enough. This is a good little first run. We'll uh, adjust this as it goes. Thanks, guys, for taking the time. I think that's a nice little wrap-up. So uh, hopefully people enjoy it, and uh, we'll get some more people on too and uh, work on our format. But uh, until next time, uh, I, I, got, I got no sign-off. I was going to make up a real cool sign-off to go Jets go. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Ryan, hit us. Hit us with something real fancy, real intelligent-like. Good night, AJ. Oh. Good night, Daniel. <laughs> Good night, Jeff. Right. We'll see you guys after the next game. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.